Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Greg Giannotti. Nearly 1.5 million New York City residents, including one in three children, will experience hunger this year. Act now by supporting WFAN and Why Hunger's annual Hungerthon. Give today at Hungerthon.org. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. stuff come back and then it's a five hour km to am seven to twelve and we're going to talk about some things i i'm excited i have timmy boyle and tommy devito's quarterback coach quarterback whisperer uh tony rassiope joining me at 9 20 p.m and then cameron maybin if you guys are on yankees twitter you probably saw the interaction i had with cameron maybin speaking of john carlos stanton before Cashman's words got amplified from the GM meetings in that Daily News article. So we'll definitely talk about that. And I want to talk to Cameron Maven about his time as a Yankee, his time in the Yes broadcast booth. You guys forgot that happened. Um, And then we'll talk some hot stove, Yamamoto, MLB Network. Um, I know Cam from MLB Network. We haven't run into each other over there, but I was able to connect with him. And he'll join me at 10.20 p.m. So tomorrow... Um, We're going to take a bunch of calls. We'll have a bunch of stuff to talk about, of course. But my two guests for tomorrow, football guests, trained the two NFL quarterbacks in this city. Tommy DeVito and Timmy Boyle worked out with both of them before they knew they'd actually get a chance to start games. And then Cameron Mabin, who can shed some light on the John Carlos Stan situation, more so just like as a former player. teammate and and a friend of Stan. Now, he can't really speak for Stan, but then he can speak to his time playing for the Yankees and being in the Yankees broadcast booth. And uh, Cameron Maben is a, a great pro, um, obviously from what he did on the field and what he's doing now on camera with Major League uh, Baseball Network and his son's team coach. I just got a ton of respect for Cam, so I'm excited to have him on the fan with me. 877-337-6666. So Fleegs pointed out, a Brian Baldinger video, and Baldy's the best. Baldy cuts up NFL film and posts it on Twitter, and he does it in the same way he started it, just like filming his screen from his phone and posting grainy footage where you could see it's just like, no, you know, he could get this 
like high production value. He could get this cut up by someone else. No, he keeps it in the same way, and it's legit. And man, before the break, I was talking about stoning the ball. How Zach Wilson's best play is is pronouncing a play dead, spiking the ball into the ground, or throwing it out of bounds. Like just literally just giving up on a play in the NFL. Did you guys hear me say this the last couple of weeks? You have to make plays. You have to take the play and make it. Who can make a play? I can. This kid is like, who can make a play? Not me. There's no plays to be made. I don't, I don't know what to do. Man, I retweeted it, and I said, this is what I mean by stoning the ball. This is heartbreaking. This is broken. The object of the game is to gain yards, get close to the end zone so you can score points. Run. There's green ga- grass. You can see, even if he did take a sprint to the sideline, from where he is, he probably could have got back to the line of scrimmage. The defender that was in front of him turned his back to him, and as the defender turns his back, he throws the ball at the defender's feet. I don't know who coaches you up to do that. I don't think it's Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know who the hell tells you to do that. I think that's something he does. Oh, the play's dead. As if you have downs to waste in your NFL career. It's bad. It's bad. They should just release Zach Wilson and and let him get away from football and then let somebody pick him up as a project west of the Mississippi. I, I, I've joked and said he plays better further from New York. He played all right in the Vegas game. He played all right and won in, uh, in Denver with the Broncos. But, man, this is over. And all the film and all of the games and all the memories, they're pretty much bad. They're like 80% bad. And it's back-to-back years that Jets fans and New Yorkers that watch football and Giants fans and all of us that have watched these games is back-to-back years where the Jets' defense was so good and they actually had skill position players that were so good that you actually thought this would be different. You actually thought that this was a year, both years, back-to-back years. We thought they could make the playoffs last year. They took a nosedive, and they're doing the same thing again. And... I don't care what you say about the offensive line. We get it. Nobody's offensive line is perfect. All these offensive lines are beat up. It's a, it's a war. It's a battle. These guys are they're, they're banging every play. But the quarterback has to overcome a lot of that. And this kid is athletic enough, fast enough, has a good enough arm that he could do it. But, man, something happened upstairs once he put that green helmet on. He does not look like the player from BYU that wore number 11. And we're number one. Maybe that's part of it, too. Take that number two off. You're the number two overall pick. Go somewhere else. Get number 11. Fall into the background. Fall back in love with the game. That's a big thing for football players. You know, you got to fall in love with the game. It, it, it hurts. It's a grind. It physically hurts. And it hurts. It'll beat you up. It'll beat you up mentally. Zach Wilson has the intangibles. He's just got to get right somewhere else. It's over here with the Jets. We're going to watch Tim Boyle against the Dolphins. I wish Timmy all the like luck and success in the world, but like let's just be honest with ourselves, man. I don't I don't expect I don't expect him to even Mike White didn't have that many wins. Like Mike White had a couple games against the Bears and I forget who else where it was like, "Oh, cool. This is bad. This is bad." And Aaron Rodgers, if I was Aaron Rodgers, I would just disappear the rest of the season. Cuz you sold the team a dream, you sold the fans a dream, you sold Pat McAfee's audience a dream of you defying modern medicine. We all said it just it just sounded too far-fetched. It sounded ridiculous. You're you're 40 years old. You're gonna try and come back. No. And I, I remember having days where I was like, Do you understand? You have to strengthen the muscles around it. 
You can't just be like, oh, it's healed. No, you like it takes physical therapy and a lot of time before you can actually come back to play. And so, yeah, he might be healed in three months, but really to actually go and step on an NFL field, look at how these guys hit, how these guys run. No way. I never thought it was actually happening, but I did think it was a good way to keep morale up and kind of sell the players a dream so that they play a little bit harder if they just think he's coming back. We've heard players say, oh, he is coming back. Yeah, he's coming back next year. He's not coming back this year. So I know it's tough, man. My friends that are Jets fans, they said, you know, they knew uh, season was over when Rodgers went down. But see, the, the NFL season has ebbs and flows, right? The, the Broncos start off 1-5. and five. Everyone writes off Russell Wilson. Everyone trashes Sean Payton. And then they lock in week to week. You know what? They have a head coach and a quarterback. When you have a head coach and a quarterback, you have something. They locked in. They found ways to win. They battle through games. Back-to-back primetime wins. Four wins in a row. The Broncos are in it. The Jets are not. The, the Jets are trying to fight guys in the tunnel. That's such a bad look. You guys saw the video of Michael Clemens and Deion Dawkins. First off, Deion Dawkins is from Rawway, New Jersey. So, like, if Michael Clemens, like, really was on that type of time with him, I'm sure Michael Clemens lives in New Jersey. Like, they could actually see about it. I hope it doesn't go to that extent. But when you take it off the field into the tunnel, it enters that extent. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not just, like, competition anymore. That's not just in the heat of battle. That's, okay, you tried to step to me in the tunnel after the game. You got a real problem with me? If you want a real problem with me, we could solve a real problem in real life. I hope it doesn't get that far. When I saw those videos, I just thought it was weak. I'm like, well, Deion Dawkins is from Rawway, so I know he's not about any of that. His nickname is The Snowman. I'm not I'm not sure why they call him The Snowman. Maybe because he, he buries guys in the snow. Um, you saw the play where he rolled over. He, he kind of embellished and acted like he got pushed to try and draw the flag. Michael Clemens, to me... I don't know, didn't we see in either one Jets drive or hard knocks that, like, he's got to do a lot of, like, yoga or meditating to kind of calm himself down? Michael Michael Clemens, to me, is a guy that's got to get a grip. You got to get a hold of yourself, brother. That's a bad look. And it's an even worse look that Rob Sala is in earshot of it and is not going back to see what's going on with his guys. Just walking into the locker room, none of my business. No, it is your business. You're a leader of men. And if you heard uh, one of your players or not, or if you heard even with other guys going on, man, it's not good for the Jets, the Bills, the NFL, um, and for a head coach to be ducking out and literally be visible on camera, like getting away from the scene, it's, it's, it's not great. But just add it to everything else, man. Comedy of errors. Bunch of stuff from the game with the Jets. From the fumble to Zach Wilson falling on his butt to being benched and Guys trying to fight guys after the game. You can't make this up with the Jets. It is incredible. And now people are putting uh, putting out stuff out there. I saw U Stadium with the Zach Wilson era likely over and 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers coming off a torn Achilles. Should the Jets draft a QB in this draft? Like, oh, we're going right back to that. We're doing that again. What? No, whatever, you know, like... (laughs) It took long enough. Here we are. Black Friday. Timmy Boyle is QB1, and Trevor Simeon will be the backup. All three of them will be active. Zach will just, I don't know, maybe he'll throw um, 
pregame passes with Aaron Rodgers to amuse the crowd. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, bro. All roads lead back to Aaron Rodgers. When I look at the the holes in the roster, when I look at the offensive coordinator, when I look at the fact that they spent the whole offseason and preseason installing this offense, and it was an offense that really like could only run at a certain level with a certain guy, Zach Wilson was doomed. He was doomed. And I don't know if any other QB2, when we talk about the you know Andy Dalton's, Gardner Minshew's, Colt McCoy's, Carson Wentz's of the world, I don't know if any other quarterback would have been able to have success either. But, man, how do you not plan for injuries in the NFL? And how do you not plan for injuries to a guy that's close to 40 years old? It's irresponsible. It's negligent. Here we are. 877-337-6666. So I know the talk is about Yashinobu Yamamoto for both Mets fans and Yankee fans, but I did see John Morosi mention Jung-Hoo Lee, a left-handed hitter from Korea, that the Yankees might be interested in the KBO star. Okay. He's an outfielder, left-handed power. I saw Fireside Yankees said... He has the energy that the Yankees desperately need. Doesn't hurt that he has a 162 WRC plus and a 5.9% strikeout rate over his last three seasons in the KBO. Yeah, send him. He'll be better than IKF out there. He'll be better than, I don't know, Timmy LaCastro out there. I know Timmy Timmy LaCastro was two years ago. He was a Met. Let's go to Bruce and Flushing on the fan. What's up, Bruce? Hey, Keith. Two Yankee points, if I can. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Stan has a no trade. But if you call up San Diego and say, we'll take a worse contract than Stanton, two guys come to mind. Tatis has got a 14-year contract, and I know he also has no trade, and Machado's got a 10-year contract. But if Stanton is ready to leave, and those guys know San Diego is maybe starting to break up the team, what do you think the odds I'm pulling off a stand trade for Tatis and Machado. Uh, zero. I just don't think that's going to happen at all. No way. I think Stan's okay. going to be here. I hate to inform everybody. Stan, like, they, it's it's a move Cashman made, and you know, hearing Cashman try and you know, patch up his comments, Stan's going to be here. They just have to approach him differently, and they will. He can't play every day. He's going to get hurt. You Now you're prepared. And going on year seven, you're prepared for him to miss time. Good. Don't use him every day. Don't run him out there. Um, Stanton's going to be here. Machado's going to be in San Diego. He signed an extension there. And Tatis is going to stay there, too. He signed a long deal there. And they both have loyalty to San Diego for believing in them. I understand okay. San Diego, you know, they took out the $50 million loan. They just lost their owner. And a lot of things are in flux there. We don't even know if the Padres are going to trade Juan Soto for sure. Everybody's saying the Yankees, the Yankees, the Yankees, but they're going to want a huge haul of prospects, specifically arms. So I'll believe it when I see it. But no, I don't think th- there's no value. If we don't want Stanton, nobody else wants him either. Second, second point about the Korean kid. Here's where I disagree with you a little bit. How is not stupid. He knows he's going to do something major to get fans to buy season tickets. I think Hal realizes that if you sign the Korean kid, that's not going to move fans to buy season tickets. That's more of a Cashman move. And I think Hal realizes he's got to go 
big, big time and get a Yamamoto, get a Billinger, get a Soto. But do you think the average Yankee fan is going to rush to buy tickets if they sign the Korean kid? Jung Hoo Lee? No, not at all. No. Okay, that's why I think Hal is going to do something a lot bigger. Yeah, I don't believe that they will. Thanks for the call, Bruce. I don't. There's, there's nothing to make me believe that these guys are going big until they go big, right? Like they, they made it with all of the free agents that were available over the last couple of years. They almost fumbled away Judge, and outside of Judge, you get Carlos Rodon. The year before, the big splash that they made was getting Gary Sanchez out of here, who thrived in San Diego, getting Gio Urshela away from Glaber Torres to, you know, break that duo up. And Gio had a better season than the third baseman they brought over here. The big move that they had for the offseason two years ago was IKF Donaldson Rortvet. Rortvet was a joke for a year and a half. We didn't even think he existed. People thought he wasn't even a real person. IKF was terrible at shortstop. He booted the ball all season, and Boone got on camera and told you there were metrics that said he was one of the best defensive shortstops in the league. Okay. And then you get to the ALCS, and you got to play Oswald Peraza. Great job. I don't have to tell you about Donaldson. Donaldson was, like, the fact that a 36, 37-year-old Josh Donaldson played for the Yankees after calling out Garrett Cole, after being a Blue Jay and being a nemesis, I don't know what the hell Cashman was thinking. He thought he was getting 2016 Josh Donaldson. He literally said, oh, he's always been an above-average offensive player. Not at the end of his career, Cash. And speaking of, Josh Donaldson said he wants to play another year. He says he's open to playing another year and ending on a good note. Not with the Yankees. Maybe the Brewers bring him back. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Anywho, 877-337-6666. We got Jets talk. We got Giants talk. We got Yankees talk. Taking calls on everything. Nick in Brooklyn, you're on the fan. Hi. Uh, I just want to give you an immortal lock pick. The Jets will win on Friday. Okay, tell me more. Um, you know, you want to see a defense? You want to see what this defense can do? They are going to make Tua. I mean, he's going to have to have concussion protocol from from the first uh, from the first snap. They are going to be They're so gonna run the ball. pumped. Excuse me? Then they're, then they're going to run the ball. The Dolphins can run the football, and the Jets have given up yards on the ground. You know, they'll, they'll scheme differently. They won't let Tua get teed off on. Uh, let's say the morale, okay. let's say the morale uh, isn't there, right? Let's say, so let's say now your home fans are a little down on you. You got Tim Boyle running out there. Maybe the defense doesn't have the same energy they once had. In that Bills game, the defense didn't look like they had the same energy that they once had. It's late. It's getting late early. It's late in the season. It's not even getting late early. It's late, late. <laughs> you know, like for the Jets, yeah. it's like I can't I can't say that their defense is going to go out there and, and do what they got to do because they know that the season's over. Like they know that it's a wrap. They're down to the third-string quarterback, and it's like after a while, you just start to go through the motions. You know that you wasted another year. Well, yeah, but. I think I know it's late, but it's not like it, they didn't trot him out there again. You were the the only one. You and Mac were the only ones that said, "Look, this guy is hot garbage." And we saw it last year. And we saw it the year before. We knew this man 
was not capable. He's not an NFL quarterback. You don't need Aaron Rodgers. You just need someone who knows what to do with the football. And this guy knows what to do with the football. And I, 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 I'm not saying that I know, but I'm going by what Tony Romo said. I'm going by what, uh, uh, Evans partner, (laughs) Tiki said. Let's see Uh, if Tim Boyle can do it as the starter, being the only NFL game on in, in the country with the bright lights, New York, everybody. Let's see if he can do it. I would love to see him do it. I, I, I'm friends with a guy that's that that trained him. I'm going to talk to him on the fan tomorrow. We're all rooting for Timmy Boyle, but I can't say that that's an immortal lock that the Jets beat the Dolphins. Uh, well, whatever the spread is, I, I guarantee they're going to cover that spread because <laughs> I know they're they're going to be. I think it, it opened as a you know Dolphins as a touchdown favorite. There's no way that they're going to beat them by more than a touchdown. I mean, the the defense. I know they give up, you know, some on the run and stuff, but they're bend not break, and we're gonna we're gonna get that ball into the end zone. They just gave up thirty one points. Thanks for the call, Nick. That's one thing about you Jets fans, like that unkillable reference. That's a real thing. You can't kill the Jets fans. We we just took a call saying that it's a lock. That on Black Friday, after you just got smacked in Buffalo by a team that you beat the first week of the season, I don't know how, but somehow pulled that went off. Whoa. Uh, I hate when this happens. Hold on now. This is Craig's stupid thing in here. I don't even know how to fix this. Hold on. If I step on it, it turns off. I'm like, my foot just kicked it. Like, can we undo that? McMonagle, or somebody recently tried to get that to work, and it didn't. So you figured it out. You'll have to let them know. It's just the same. Oh, Jets. It's just the same. Oh, Jets. <laughs> there you go, Uncle Craig. That's for you. Yeah, you, they, these Jets fans are unkillable. So you're saying there's a chance. Are you kidding me? The Dolphins, the Dolphins just just for all right, let's go week to week because the NFL is a week to week league. The Dolphins are actually 10 point favorites. It's nine and a half. The Dolphins just beat the Raiders, who you couldn't beat. And the the Bills just put up 31 points on you. So you're telling me because now that now that you don't have Zach Wilson, that it's a lock that you'll beat. Maybe you'll cover. I can't even I can't even co-sign that. I, I want to see Tim Boyle do well, but there's a reason that Tim Boyle was third string. There's a reason that like Tim Boyle didn't sign anywhere else. He he's he's probably a decent quarterback. He's probably a little bit better than Zach at the decision making, but this is the NFL. You you need to have a little bit more than the the ability to know where the ball is going. I don't think he's got any wiggle to him as far as like any type of shake out of the pocket like any type of running game, I think he can throw the ball. Obviously, you would be playing quarterback in the NFL if you couldn't throw the ball, but they're going to need heroics by everyone around him. Brees Hall is going to have to have a day. Garrett Wilson is going to have to have a day. And, like, even as I'm watching the Baldy film, why the hell are the Jets relying on little Xavier Gibson, an undrafted rookie out of Stephen F. Austin? I get it that it's it's a good story for Hard Knocks. 
I get it that he returned that punt in the first game, but that's exactly what I'm talking about when I'm when I say that, you know all this goes back to Aaron Rodgers. Why did Corey Davis retire? I would love to know, but when I speculated at the time, it was because Randall Cobb was getting reps over him. Alan Lazard was getting reps over him. New guys had come into the Jets where he had been and gotten playing time over him that he probably didn't think were better than him, that he probably didn't deem as worthy, more worthy than than him. So then you get to the end of the year, and Lazard has been trash all season. Randall Cobb has not even been dressing. You You have to rely on... Xavier Gibson. Baldy had another breakdown of Rasul Douglas and how he was just manhandling the Jets. Rasul Douglas just got over there from the Packers. Rasul Douglas, if you remember correctly, he was the one breaking into hacking uh, Aaron Rodgers' Twitter back when we were trying to figure out anything with Aaron Rodgers. Rasul Douglas was playing games on Aaron Rodgers' Twitter. You know, he was bodying up. Xavier Gibson at the line. I don't. I don't know, bro. They they didn't build this roster right. And I I will go back and find the article on WFAN that when I did my preseason look at the team, I said the roster is flawed, and I have questions about the coaches. Can Aaron Rodgers stay healthy the whole season? The whole season he couldn't stay healthy the whole first quarter. That's crazy. Let's get one more call in before we go to break. Joe's in Parsippany. Joe, you're on the fan. Hi. How are you today? Good. Good. Thanks for calling. No problem. Uh, I want to talk about Rob Sala. Obviously, um, I kind of compare him to like the Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan, he's a poor man's Rex Ryan to me. Rob Sala is a great defensive coach, but looking at Zach Wilson and the whole situation with the quarterbacks of the Jets the last two years, none of his quarterbacks gotten better. Not one of them. So Rob Sala never. Like, I've heard this on FAM before that Rob Sala never sat with a quarterback after he's had a bad game and talked to him on the sideline. Just walks away. Yeah, the Jets have to get the idea that they need an offensive-minded coach. So what is Hackett? Now they bring Hackett down to the sideline. But what did he do this week? The Jets played worse. So what is really going on with the coaching staff? I mean, is it all to blame on this coaching staff again, and we have to clean house again? I mean, where do they go from? No, this year is going to be chalked up as we lost Aaron Rodgers, run it back, and we're going to put all of this hype into Aaron Rodgers next year. And we're going to realize that Aaron Rodgers is no longer MVP Aaron Rodgers. He is 40. And they, they just need so much more on this offensive line. So much more. Uh, like uh, we're, okay. I, we're, We'll see. We'll see. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but these coaches are coming back. They can't fire Nathaniel Hackett. He's attached to Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to fire Rob Sala because he hasn't had a quarterback in the three years that he's been the coach. He's been tied to... Zach Wilson, that's unfortunate. That's that's right. not uh, like okay. So you're saying that, but then what happens next year when you have a 40 year old quarterback come up with an Achilles injury, and what, what are they going to do? Are they going to sign somebody to back him up that's really good, or they just going to waste another year of this guy's career if he gets hurt again? The well, now they have to. Year? Now they have to either draft a quarterback that's got more talent and more upstairs, or sign one of these journeyman free agent quarterbacks. You know, I don't know. I don't know exactly who it's going to be or what the cost is, but they cannot go into next season with Zach Wilson as the QB two. Fool me, fool me twice. Right. You know, okay. fool me, can't fool me again. Right. But you say they draft somebody. Where are they getting the next quarterback in the draft? That's really going to be about backup Aaron Rodgers if he gets injured. I don't know. They find these guys. Pick. We just watched Jalen Hurts play tonight. He's a second round draft pick. 
I was just talking about Dak Prescott. He's a fourth-round draft pick. There, this is a quarterback-heavy draft. These guys exist. These guys are out there. You don't even have to use a first-round pick on them. But the Jets just seem to find a way to ruin first-round pick quarterbacks. The Jets find a way to just not develop quarterbacks. It's it's amazing, actually. I saw a post today, uh, 15 years, 16 quarterbacks. Right. So who do you trust? Do we trust Hackett next year to being in a, a rookie quarterback and really groom that guy to be the next great quarterback? Or is he just lucky that he's there for Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I To be seen. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. don't know. I, I, I think it's one more yeah. year Rodgers, and you hope he holds up, and you hope he's motivated with a chip on his shoulder. But, like, I watched him play last year. I'm a Cowboys fan. Cowboys fans hate Aaron Rodgers because he knocked us out of the playoffs in 2014, 2016. I watched him last year, and I'm like, this guy is done. He's at the end of it. That's why the Packers wanted to move on, and they were willing to do so with Jordan Love. And the Jets are getting a version of him that I don't think that Jets fans are going to be like as pumped up about when they see the product on the field. He's, he's, he even said it in hard knocks. He said Garrett Wilson was running too fast for him. He had to speed up to Garrett Wilson. I'm like, oh, man, you, you better get right. You better get with the speed of things. Thanks for the call, Joe. 877-337-6666. The future is now. Tim Boyle. It's a lock that Tim Boyle is going to beat the Dolphins on Black Friday. It's a lot of pressure, Timmy boy. It's a lot of pressure. Giants fans, how are you feeling? I mean, you got to win, right? But maybe you don't feel like you won because now you're fifth when you look at Tankathon and those top two quarterbacks, they're not falling to fifth. Giants fans, call me up and tell me whether that was a win or a loss or you're happy with Tommy DeVito and Maybe you lose the rest of the games and drop, or maybe you're not thinking about the draft at all. It's all about Brian Dable going out there and motivating these guys and winning on Sundays so you can enjoy your beer. Keith McPherson on the fan. My last 25 minutes coming up right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Together, we can build a future free from hunger. This is Brian Dable with the New York Giants, and thank you for supporting Why Hunger's Hungerthon on the fan, 1019 FM. Take action at hungerthon.org. on the fan km to 2 a.m we're talking about the jets i'd like to talk about the giants the jets dominate all the conversations because there's so many narratives and theories and thoughts that come out of there but there's a few with the giants now too right td tommy devito he shows you that he can get it done he can throw the ball it just made me scratch my head i'm like why the hell would they not throw a pass in the rain against the jets because it was raining why were they treating this kid like he was Zach Wilson? 
<laughs> Actually, they, they they don't treat Zach Wilson like that. They drop him back. They let him run every kind of play. Tommy's got a little swag, a little moxie to him, a little mojo. I think I heard Saquon compare him to Trace McSorley. Man, that ball that he hit Saquon with, that was a dime. That was right on him. He had no choice but to catch the ball. Hit you in the face. Touchdown. And uh, you know what? I knew I liked Tommy DeVito in that Raiders game when um, Max Crosby like tried to get at him and get in his face, and he kind of gave him a little forearm. I'm like, I like, I just like the toughness. He's from North Jersey. He's Italian kid. He's not gonna let you mess with him. He's not gonna let you talk tough to him. He's not gonna let you get anything on him, even though he's small, even though he's undrafted. It's a great story, man. That was a movie for him to go down there and get that win against the Commanders. And, man, the Commanders are terrible. But the Giants have their number. I should have bet them, honestly. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I should have. I knew I couldn't bring myself to bet a tanking team. I can't bet a tank. It's a sleeveless. It's a A-shirt. It's a tank. <laughs> yeah, but the players don't tank. You know, Darius Slayton showed you he was pissed off. Against Dallas, he comes out there. They throw him the ball. He makes one little move. Boop, boop. House call. Saquon Barkley, this is a guy that could have shut it down. This is a guy that could be like, no, I'm focused on my, my... He's not like that at all. He's going out there to play. These are football players. They're wired. Like, the way the way an NFL football player is wired, you can't take a break. You can't slow down. You're going to get hurt that way. So now I think I think they if they win they can, they actually have a chance to win three games in a row here, and I think that would be more important for morale for the fan base and for the fans to get two home wins on the way out the door. And you know what? You'll still probably end up with the top ten draft pick, where you'll be able to improve your team in April when that time comes. Maybe you don't get Drake May. Maybe you don't get Caleb Williams. But something tells me. There's a word in your organization that you don't want those guys. You don't you don't need those guys. You have Daniel Jones already. You drafted him six overall a few years back. Tyrod Taylor is there as a backup. Tommy DeVito. You might honestly the Giants might be running it back next year with those three guys, depending on Daniel Jones' recovery. Dave is in Chester, Connecticut. Dave, you're on the fan. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Keith. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I just got home from work. Uh, I was driving. Uh, long day today. When'd you start? What long. time? What time did you get in the truck? Oh no, no, no. Um, I don't work in the truck. I work. Um, I work at a um, oh, at a like delivery place. Okay. No, 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 no. I work because um, no, I, I was just driving home just now. I was driving okay. home from work. I thought you were saying you yeah. had a long day in the car. I know what those days are like. Oh no, no, I'm not saying like a long drive home, like twenty five minute drive home. I work two to ten thirty at night, but I work overtime tonight. Okay. So I'm going. I just got home, watched some of the basketball games now. Feast week. Yeah. Did you bet any, college basketball. Did, did you bet any games? Uh, so I got the. I got lucky. I think the week that you called and you were flexing your bets, I bet. Yeah, I man, know. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet a <laughs> same game that. parlay on the Dallas Cowboys that like enabled me to like pay my credit card down. I had a oh, nice. I had a parlay, nice. I had like a nine leg parlay for Cowboys versus Giants. Ooh. 
and I had like Michael Gallup anytime touchdown, Jake Ferguson anytime touchdown. I took Tommy DeVito's rushing yards. I took Dak Prescott's rushing yards. I took Dak Prescott's passing yard. Like it was, it was, it was such a high scoring game. It was a ridiculous game. When that parlay hit, I was like, yo, this. I'm like, I should have put more on it. I put ten on it. I'm like, if I would have put twenty on it, if I would have put twenty dollars on it, I, I would have, I would have had money put in the savings and paid the credit card. Nice. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Giants win yesterday. Um, I'm not a Giants fan, but that was a nice win yesterday. Yeah, that that's nice what I said. Win. You know what? During that game, they got the lead, and they kind of held them off and kept adding to the lead. There's no yeah. way you could call yourself a Giants fan and watch that game and be rooting for them to lose because it's it's a division rival, and, uh-huh. like, there there's just some type of energy about the way the defense was playing and the way that kid was playing quarterback. You want to win that game. Uh, and then um, I was listening to a guy um, on the way home. Um, he said he guaranteed the Jets to cover. There's no guarantee. <laughs> no, he guaranteed no the guarantee Jets to win. And I'm like, oh, to win? Oh my God! Come on! They just got blown up by Buffalo. Yeah, we gotta stop. That's why I said you Jets fans are unkillable. You keep coming back for more, and you, I mean, uh, the I confidence I don't get. Serious. No, he was not serious about that. He was serious because Timmy Boyle's in. Serious. It's not Zach oh Wilson. They made the change. Better late than never. Uh, Hope. Oh God. Keith. Hope is not a strategy, I your, but I love go. I love your show at night, Keith. I love it. Awesome Th- show. Thanks. I mean, uh, even though I do, even though I do miss Steve Summers, though I miss him. I miss I Steve, like Steve too. I mean, Steve. Yeah. I, I want him on my show. I got to reach out to Steve. I I haven't had Steve on in a while. Um, I uh, think I'm due for that. But, how's he you know, doing? How's he doing? He's good. I I last talked to him, just asking him for some some advice, and then he was on. He did a Saturday, maybe a month or two ago, yeah. And that's yeah. another reason why I haven't had him on. But now that he's yeah. kind of um, back in the fold, I wanted to have him on in person, yeah. in studio with me, and not over the phone. Yeah. But you know, the guy's yeah. seventy-five. Yeah. Um, he's almost yeah. as old as Aaron oh, Rodgers. Wow. I don't, I don't want the God guy to, you. you know, have to, yeah. you know, come to the station or do too well, much. He's put in his work. Well, he's done his time here. Well, it's a holiday week. I hope you have a nice Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm trying to. Trying to hang tough uh, this year because it's the second year without my mom, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, I miss my mo- I miss my mom. Hold your head up. A there's, lot. there's a lot of people that know what it feels like to miss a loved one, and the holidays always make it a tougher time. But yeah, you got to think but, think of the good times make, and get around your family and friends that you do you, have, and, and hug them a little tighter and, and love on them you, a little more. But um, but I, I love your show at night. Awesome show. Awesome. Thank you. Good. Appreciate it, Dave. Have a good one. Enjoy the holiday. If I don't speak to you then, yeah. So. Uh, I was going to tell Dave that I'm on 7 p.m. to 12, so it's not a later show tomorrow night. But all of this goes into the Odyssey app. All of this goes straight to podcasts. You know, I have some people that meet me, and they're like, oh, you're on at night. It's too late. And I'm like, well, if you really wanted to listen, it's on demand. You can you can wake up and listen to it on the podcast. I know there's somebody that's going to hear this exact phrase, this exact sentence in the morning and say, I'm doing that. I'm doing that right now. I'm listening on the podcast. So. You don't have to stay up till 1.45 in the morning as we proceed. Kenny is in Brooklyn. Kenny, you got it. Hey, what's up, Keith? How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Uh, you remember me? You remember me? I do, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know, real quick before we get to it, I did actually find your picture on, on fan, so we'll keep it on the down low. We won't mention it to anybody, but I did find <laughs> it, so I feel yeah. a little better. Okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm the best-kept secret at WFAN. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll keep it that way. Now we know. But um, look, man, um... It's not going. It's not going to get any better when Aaron Rodgers comes back. If he comes back this year, 
it's good that the offensive line is a thousand times worse than when he left. His leg is busted up. I don't care what they did to fix it. It's not going to be 100%. Even when he comes back next year, okay, his leg is still never going to be 100% of what it was. The man is going to be a year older. It's, the only good thing with Aaron Rodgers is his mental. That's yeah. what he's good. But physically, actually, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson is a better choice physically. Mentally, Aaron Rodgers is the better choice. Could it's you imagine if, if we could do a procedure and take Aaron Rodgers' brain and put it in Zach Wilson's body? The Jets would be incredible. Right. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but my point is, Aaron Rodgers coming back is not going to be the savior for this offense either. They still need a great offensive line. If you look at that play that he he got messed up on, he was basically backing up because somebody on the offensive he line... He was under duress every play. That's how the season started. He didn't have one clean play. But that's my point. Even with this offensive line at the first... Yeah, it's not happening this year. And and even going into next year, the focus has to be improve the offensive line, whether it's signing guys, maybe getting some proven commodities from other teams, free agents, drafting guys that are just road graders, monsters, like... That's my point. He's not going to be able to save this offense alone. He still needs a grade, and they still need people who's going to catch the ball. I'm telling you, his age, it's not going to be that easy for him to do this. I'm telling you, it's really not. People think that Aaron Rodgers... He thought he was coming over here pulling a Tom Brady, getting the band back together in another location, being the mercenary quarterback to go to the Super Bowl. No. This actually builds Tom Brady up even more that he was able to do that in Tampa. Yeah, that's true. Even though at forty five, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Tom Brady is a great one. He, he is a great one, but even he pushed it a little. And you see, a lot of these athletes and people in general, when you do, when you're on stage, you don't know when to to say stop. He could have, he should have stopped after that that last Super Bowl. But he wanted to keep going, and finally, you could see. I could see that he was losing it. He couldn't throw as well as he did in the last two years, but. That's the problem. And I, the same thing is happening with Aaron Rodgers. Dude, you can't fight age. You can't fight. When Father time is 40, undefeated. Your, body, your head might tell you, I want to do this, but your body is going to tell you this leg is going to rupture just from you backing up. Okay? Yeah, That's it's, my it's point. pretty simple. It's pretty simple. You're, you're right on. I, I, any doctor that clears Aaron Rodgers this year is putting their job on the line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is why I said it's silly for him to come back, even if they were in the playoffs. That's just not physically. At 39, 40 years old, I'm telling you, man, I don't care what you think. The fact that he his thing ruptured so easily showed you that he was 39. His body, his right. leg is telling you, I'm 39. Go look at the tape of that, how how he he messed up his leg on that first on that fourth on that first play. Yeah, I, I did. I I I didn't ever. I um uh, I didn't see it live. I'll never be able to say I saw it live. So I've gone back to watch the film. Yeah, it, it wasn't a big deal. He was just backing up. So it wasn't like some dramatic movie made. And he just gra- got a regular football play. Some some people blame the turf. It's just it, one of those freak things, just the way his foot flexed and right. It but it wasn't that big of a part of it. Le- Leonard Floyd was tackling him, and it wasn't like Leonard Floyd dropped his weight on him. It was a no, regular no. play. That, that's my point. He's not – when he comes back this year or next year, he needs big-time protection too. He's not going to be able to move around like the old Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, it, they need to get that offensive line really short up. Yeah, that's that's priority number one. That's definitely going to be priority number one. Thanks for the call, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny's funny. 
Kenny called in about, uh, you know, when you Google WFAN hosts, when you Google WFAN hosts, there's a bunch of names that come up of hosts that used to host here and don't host now. Um, I'm not hidden anywhere. I guess my name doesn't come up on the roster, but if you scroll down, you see my picture, and I think it's from the New York Post. Um, I don't know. Well, all I can say about that is, like, nobody that speaks on the microphones here is a secret. From producers to fill-ins to, like, this radio station reaches so many people through the airwaves. And, like, I mentioned the podcast and the Odyssey app. And, like, I'm coming up on <laughs> I'm coming up on two years, you know. I'm coming up on two years since the first show I had on WFAN. And my life has changed drastically. There, there are times where I literally get recognized just talking. And that's not something I ever thought about. Your voice introducing yourself, you know, or like even in introducing yourself. I'm so used to, yo, what's up? I'm Keith. Nice to meet you. I'm Keith McPherson. And then when you have someone that listens to the radio or is aware of you, say, I know who you are. It's still like, I don't know it's still backwards for me. That happened to me. Shout out to, I forget who I met at, at the Devils game. I felt like such a clown being like, yeah, I'm Keith. And it's like, I know, bro. Like, like why are you introducing yourself? I know, I know your name. I came up to introduce myself to you and say, I listened to your show. And I just said, thanks, I'm Keith. And it's just like a natural reaction. So I'm flattered. Um, but like, I know I'm not low out here. I'm not hiding out here. Nobody's hiding. I might be on at 1.51 in the morning. But there are, there are plenty of people aware of me, and there were plenty of people aware of me before I got on WFAN. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm a former athlete. I'm a, a communication radio and television major in college that actually figured out how to get on, get on the radio and television. I, I watch sports. I wish I was better at sports. I wish I could have played sports. Like, professionally, that wasn't in the cards, and I figured out. My true north. I figured out how to get on the mic. I figured out how to do the social media stuff. I'm good. I'm blessed. It helps me take care of my wife, take care of my son, take care of my mother, and and live in the greatest city in the world where I literally just saw a meme go out there that pissed me off. It said, there are 340,000 millionaires in New York City. And that making $100,000 a year is like making $36,000 a year in other metro areas. I'm like, that, that That pissed me off. It feels like, I don't, like, don't tell somebody, especially on the internet, what their salary feels like elsewhere, right? Like, like what it would feel like in another city. This is New York City. And if you're making it in New York City and you're working in New York City, it feels like New York City. Yeah, the board the boardroom put it on Instagram. 340,000 millionaires are living in NYC, making it the wealthiest city in the world. And then in the caption, it says, a 100K annual salary in NYC feels more like 36K in several metro areas across the United States. Well, I wouldn't want to know what that felt like in Oklahoma City. I wouldn't want to know what that felt like in Kansas City. I wouldn't want to know what that felt like in uh, Burlington, Alabama. Well, I'm in New York. We're in New York. And if you're blessed enough to make it here, you're making it in a place where people wish they could be. People watch across the world like a movie. If you're making it here and you're making a living and you're taking care of your family and you're surviving here and thriving here and you might not be a millionaire, 
you're you're in rare company. When I started working at MTV, I actually was making thirty six thousand dollars, like working in the city. That's why that post rubbed me the wrong way. I ain't making thirty six thousand a year now, but when I first started, I was making thirty six k at MTV, writing tweets and making posts. Dwight in Asbury Park, my bad, bro. I didn't get to you. I went on a little rant. Oh, yeah, you feel Tommy tonight? Yeah, Tommy D, T, D, Tommy DeVito. I told you my guy, Tommy. My guy, Tommy, can throw the rock. You just got to give him a shot. Next week, Tommy TD, I'm, I'm betting him 200 yards, two TDs. All right, C-Mac is coming up next. I believe it's, it's C-Mac. Oh, it's CeeLo tonight. That just made me think. CeeLo is coming up, and I'll be back at 7 p.m., for a five-hour KM to AM with Cameron Maven and Tony Rassiopi, Tommy DeVito, and Tim Boyle's quarterback coach. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. WFAN We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.